There is an awakening that occurs when you find where you belong. We are the army rising up, the wild ones, outspoken for the sake of the one who spoke life into us. We are the spark that ignites a flame, called and therefore qualified, empowered to create atmospheres. So breathe in. Is there still an American youth who can arise and turn the tide of history in America to raise up an answer to the rebellion? We need another kind of a revolution. Now it's our time. We are the face of a generation ready to rise up. We're strong, the tip of the iceberg, standing on the shoulders of those that pave the way. We are the ones who change the world. We are revolution. Today we're going to talk about conflict. Everybody say conflict. Does anybody have any conflict in their life? You know what? Listen to this. Where two or more are gathered, there's conflict there. Because anytime two people are present, you're going to have some conflict in your life. Now, who likes conflict? There's a few. Okay, truth be told, I actually like conflict, right? So if there's a chance to have a, a debate or to, um, you know, have a good little fight, I love it. Because I'm, I'm pretty quick with my words. I'm witty. Like, it's really fun for me to engage in a little bit of conflict. Now, when it's, like, real conflict... I do get a little nervous, but I still like it because I like to get to the bottom of things. And what happens is when we have these healthy relationships and the enemy brings conflict along, it's a little different than the other weeds that we've talked about. So we talked about control. We don't control people, right? We talked about codependency. We're not to be codependent. We're called to be God-dependent. The thing with this weed, this weed of conflict, is conflict actually isn't bad, right? It's everywhere. Conflict isn't a bad thing. But how we deal with conflict matters a lot to the Lord. So is anybody currently in conflict with someone? Two of you? Wow. No, like legit. I'm sure that there's actually real conflict. Your parents, a sibling, a friend, a coach, a teammate. Conflict is everywhere. But how we deal with conflict is really, really important to Jesus. So conflict uh, will happen. It's a guarantee. But how we handle it is really important. And here's the thing. If we don't actually deal with the conflict in our lives, do you know that it has even physical repercussions in our body? Like, think about this. Our bodies are, right, mind, spirit, body. We're all kind of mushed up into one body, right? And what happens when we experience something like a conflict, we can actually have a physical symptom with it too. So think about you're getting ready for a test. How do you feel? Really? I hated tests. Oh, she's, she stands alone. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I would get so nervous, right? I'm not a great test taker, so I get nervous. And then what happens? You're not just nervous. You're kind of sick to your stomach. Like you have this physical thing that happens when you deal with an emotional thing in your body. And what happens when we have conflict with people and it remains unresolved? The problem with unresolved conflict is it's rooted almost always in unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a really big deal. And here's what I want you to know as middle school and high school students, if you can't figure out how to walk in forgiveness, it will, it will ruin relationships for you in the future. It's a tool of the enemy to keep you bound and not be free. And we want for you today is to walk in the freedom that comes from Jesus. 
what happens when you don't forgive someone? It is like drinking poison, expecting that person to die. That's what unforgiveness is. Like, I'm so mad at you. You're just a terrible person. I'm not going to forgive you. So I'm going to drink poison and hope it kills you. Stupid, right? Doesn't make sense. That's like the unforgiveness. It's stupid. Doesn't make sense. And so we want to learn how to walk in true forgiveness so that we can be free from, from the plan of the enemy to keep us trapped in our relationships, okay? Here's what Jesus says that we can bring to a situation. We are carriers of Jesus' presence, which means that we are carriers of peace. When there's conflict, and this sounds like, oh, great, peace. Like, there's two kinds of peace people-ish, yeah. There are peacekeepers and there are peacemakers. A peacekeeper, you might have a peacekeeper in your family. The peacekeeper says like, everybody's fine. Like, let's just be fine. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. We'll just keep things fine. Does anyone have a peacekeeper in their family? Are you the peacekeeper maybe? <laughs> my, my middle kid, she's six. She's the peacekeeper. So when my youngest is like throwing a fit and being a crazy person, Claire will step in like, oh, Gigi, you just, here, take my toy. Like, everything's fine. We'll just make it better. That doesn't actually solve the problem. That keeps the peace for the moment. But that's not what Jesus has called us to. He's called us to be peacemakers. And sometimes to make peace, you got to stir the waters a little bit. you got to go in for the conflict and have the conversation. Let's read the scripture here in Matthew 5. It says, how blessed you are when you make peace. Not keep peace, when you make peace. For then you will be recognized as a true child of God. So somebody hurts your feelings, someone talks about you, someone does something wrong you know they're not supposed to do, and you're mad. Who wants to go have a conversation with that person? Some are motivated. Some are not. Let me tell you this. Even adults, most adults hate conflict. We talk about this even with staff, like with our pastoral team. Like, how do we handle conflict? How do we have healthy conflict? Because most people don't want to go in and have the conversation and say, by the way, you did this thing and it's really made me mad. But what happens when it's unresolved? I'll, I'll tell you, even just this week, I was, I was talking with one of my pastor friends here, and he did something that totally hurt my feelings. And here's the deal. I'm actually not a high feeler. And so when something's kind of like feels off and I'm like, gosh, I'm just mad at him and he doesn't even know it right? What is happening? I'm actually ruining my life. I'm wasting my time because I'm dealing with something, some unforgiveness and some conflict that he didn't even know existed. So I had to go in and I, this is what I said. This thing happened. You hurt my feelings. <laughs> and he's like, I mean, seriously, it's like I'm five again. I'm like, but you hurt my feelings when you did this. He's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know that that was an issue. I was like, I know. And it just helps for me to speak it out so that we can say, I know this wasn't intentional. I know you're still my friend. I know we're going to move forward. But I just want to say, like, this happened, and I'm going to get over it. But now we're good, okay? So it's like having the guts to go into a conversation, even when it felt stupid when I was saying it out loud. That's the truth. I'm like, this sounds so dumb now that I say it out loud. But this happened, and I couldn't kind of get over it. And if you have something in your life where you're like, this thing happened, and I'm still thinking about it, that's conflict. And you need to do something to resolve it. Don't just let it go. Don't just let it linger. And don't take it to somebody else. So if you have conflict with someone, if I have a conflict with Sam, I don't go to Brandon and say, oh, Brandon, guess what? Sam did this thing. Oh, he makes me so mad. I can't believe this happened. I wouldn't do that. We can't do that. If I have a problem with Sam, I go to Sam. I said, Sam, you hurt my feelings. You did this thing. And we, and we clear it up. And what we do is we rewrite the story. Because what the enemy loves to do is put a story in your mind that's not always truth, right? My kids this morning, 
they're, so I have three kids. They're eight and six and three. The one of them, I don't even remember, comes up and they're like, Cohen, Cohen hit me. I'm like, oh, Cohen, I can't believe it. I go down the stairs. Brother, I can't believe you hit your sister. Like, why would you do that? And he's like, because uh, she kicked me. Like, I just kicked her back, right? I had part of the story. Every time you're in conflict with someone, you, you have part of the story. You don't actually have the whole story. And so what I want to encourage you to do is when you're feeling these like, oh, something's off, something's wrong, ask Holy Spirit to show you what you don't see because you're not always going to see the full story. And then go in and have a conversation with them. And you know that how you treat people really matters to Jesus? Like this is the truth. We're, you're going to hear sermons week in and week out of all the great things the Lord wants us to do. If you learn nothing else in revolution, I want you to know this. God loves you. He's crazy about you, and he's always saying good things about you. And he loves his kids. And what he asks you to do is to love people really, really well. And so if you can't do anything but love God and love others, you've done everything right. And so I want to encourage you that when stuff comes up and the enemy wants you to like start talking about someone behind their back, start you know, texting your friend about somebody else, don't do it. Don't go there. The, the very thing you don't want someone to do to you, don't you ever do to someone else. Okay? You guys are carriers of peace, and you can make bad situations better. Let's read here in Matthew 5, 21 through 26. Here's what, the, uh, what it says. It says, you're familiar with the command to the ancients. Do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who is so much as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. Anybody get angry? Listen, there were six kids in my family. You bet. Someone was always mad at somebody. Like, this is, yeah. Carelessly call a brother idiot, and you just might find yourself hauled into court. We might use some stronger words than idiot sometimes. Thoughtlessly yell stupid at a sister, and you're on the brink of hellfire. The simple moral fact is that words kill. You know what you say about people really matters? You have the ability to speak life over someone or to tear them down. Words can kill. Words can destroy. Your words mean so much. And Holy Spirit is going to empower you to share words that bless other people. What you say, what you text, what you type, what you post, it matters. So this is how I want you to conduct yourself in these matters. If you enter your place of worship, so when you come to Rev, and you're about to make an offering, you're about to worship, you're about to give your tithes and offerings, and you suddenly remember a grudge that a friend has against you, abandon your offering. Leave. Go. And make things right. Then and only then come back and work things out with God. That's, that's strong language. God cares very much about your interaction with other people. And he's saying, man, if this isn't right, there's no way this is going to be right. You can't be right here if you're not right with the rest of his kids. That's true. If someone said to me, hey, hey, Leah, I like you, but man, your kids are annoying. Like, that, I, I mean, they are kind of sometimes, but like, that wouldn't be cool. Like, only I get to say that. You don't get to say that about my kids, right? The Lord says, if you want to be good with me, you got to be good with other people. You got to love them. You got to say kind things. You got to lift them up. And even when there's a problem, and it's like a promise, you guys, people are people, right? The best is when people are like, oh, I got to leave the church because people are being people. I'm like, they're people. People are everywhere. People sometimes mess up. When conflict comes, because it will, how you choose to respond matters. And there's three things I want you to know when you have conflict with someone. Three things you're going to do. 
The first thing, you're gonna go face to face. You're not gonna text them. You know how many times like I've blown it up by texting or emailing someone when I had conflict? Stupid, don't do it. It's a waste of time and it's really painful. It's a, it's a bigger mess to clean up. So you just go and you have a conversation. And I know it's like weird in this day and age, like go face to face, do it. Because when you see someone's face, you're gonna feel, like you can see into their soul. It's very different to look someone in the eye, say like, I see you, I know that you're for me. You know, it's very different than something you would text. So you're gonna go face to face and you're gonna go really fast. The minute, not like talk fast, I talk fast, but you're gonna go quickly and have the conversation. The minute you feel like something's off, and then you're gonna forgive. Yes, boom, it's like you saw the the notes on the screen. No. No, those are the three things. You're gonna go face to face and you're gonna go really fast. Don't let it fester. If you let it fester, who is it hurting? You. You're drinking your own poison. Stupid, don't be stupid. Go face to face, go fast, and then walk in forgiveness. And this is the most important thing. You guys, there are gonna be some things that happen. How many of you are in middle school? Guess what? Middle schoolers can be mean. Right? Stuff happens. You, you can just like tear people down. And like, I remember stuff from middle school where my feelings were so hurt. If you can't walk in forgiveness, you're going to carry that on your whole life. Don't do that. You just realize, man, if they're making fun of somebody else, they don't know who they are. They're so insecure. They're walking in a place where they don't know how much God loves them. But guess what? We don't have to do that. We know who we are and we can walk in forgiveness, Okay. So we're going to go face to face, we're going to go fast, and we're going to forgive. And when conflict happens, ask the Lord to show you what you don't see. Even if it's with parents, if it's with siblings, if it's with a neighbor, if it's with a friend, boyfriend or girlfriend, conflict will happen. But how we choose to handle ourselves in those situations really matters to the Lord, okay? We are the ones who change the world. We are revolution.